Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Welcome to it. 888 also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, yesterday, Alex celebrated her uh, 500th show, and they brought in all kinds of Chick-fil-A yeah. food. And, of course, we ate it all. Of course, we did. Thanks, Allie. So, so happy 500th show. Just wondering. We are, we're celebrating our 1,006th show today, so <laughs> not sure what kind of celebration there's. Oh, Pringles. Yeah. It's going to be Pringles. Yeah. Pathead Becca sent us a big box of Pringles to celebrate our 1,006th <laughs> episode of Pat Gray Unleashed. Six shows ago, we could have celebrated 1,000. Well, I don't, I don't know how to count. <laughs> well... So uh, yeah, that's that's uh, huh. It's exciting. All right. So we have some makeup <clears throat> celebrating to do though, right? Like, what are the milestones that we've missed? Well, 100, 100, 200, 300, 400, oh, okay. 500. Okay, <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern. A thousand. Uh, so yeah. Okay, uh, but uh, uh, 1,006. I'll check the uh, uh, party planning today. committee and see. Uh, All right, we can figure out how to. What do celebrate. you get? What do you get for us? thousand sixth celebration pringles we've already been over pringles. this okay i was thinking more along the lines of steak but you know steak and lobster i might be able to kind of think for everybody rustle up a no. balloon or two <laughs> we might have back here in the pile of crap yeah huh. maybe it's a little late for that sorry yeah uh i think the main story of the day oh boy is this john Kerry interview with the french uh tv reporters or anchors. I don't know. I don't watch French TV, so I don't I don't know who these guys are. But they sat down with John Kerry and uh I don't know, you tell me if this is a big deal. I I guarantee CNN won't even I'll bet you they won't even mention it today. They won't even mention it. But watch what Joe Kerry, John Kerry said about Joe Biden. <laughs> about uh, the su- the nuclear sub deal that uh, with Australia and everything? Yeah, check okay. this out. And uh, President Biden asked me about it, and I told him and expressed. Uh, you told Joe Biden that it was not the right. He asked me. He said, "What's the situation?" Yeah, and I explained exactly. Uh, he was. He had not been aware of that. Wait, he what? Literally, had not been aware huh. of what had transpired. And I don't want to go into the details what? of it, but suffice it to say that uh, that the president, uh, uh, my president, is very committed to. Um, uh, strengthening the relationship and making sure that this is a small event of the past and moving on to the much more important future. Uh, wow. He, he literally had not been aware of what had transpired. <laughs> they removed, they recalled the French ambassador from the United States of America for the first time in the relationship that goes back 240 years. Are you kidding me? He was literally not aware of it. Yeah, it wasn't like he slipped up and said, because how'd the clip go? He said he had mm. not been aware of that. He literally, he like, literally like he dug that hole anything about deeper. It. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Now he's trying to placate the Frenchies over that. Yeah. But you just let the cat out of the bag, and it doesn't surprise me at all that Biden no. is clueless about it. That doesn't surprise me in the least. What surprises me is Kerry... Let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, that's something you discuss in private. Oh, my him. gosh. Like, man, I'm sorry, but I mean, you know. Wow. He, uh, he didn't know. He, he wasn't. He didn't know. He's just not aware. And you don't even say it like that to the French in private. Know. You know what I'm saying? You no, figure out a, you a way to nuance it. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. It, it's uh, so- he's so busy, uh, he didn't have time to bother with your stupid things. That's what you say. <laughs> know your place, France. Your, your dumb little feelings don't really matter to the president, uh, so uh, beat it. Get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> but that's incredible. And it's sad. It, it it's yeah it's, it's it's tragic and it's the truth it's like you know obama used to say <laughs> oh no do we have the clip uh, uh i heard about it on the news you know yeah like literally i yeah. bet that's what biden did he's like what is all this stuff that why is france mad at us what is this somebody clue me in i i mean of course that's happening because the guy is out of it he's out to lunch and he's not coming home for dinner Mm-mm. uh but for that to come out oh, God. in public like this? Yeah, I, he literally didn't know what was going on. He didn't know what was going on with the French situation. Everybody knows about that. They removed their, they recalled their ambassador over it. They were pissed out of their minds over it. The president of the United States didn't know. But there's no problem there cognitively, right? Oh, no, no, no. You know, he was told and he forgot. Well. Or whatever. It didn't stay with him. He doesn't, he has no retention. He he doesn't have cognitive skills. He can't retain memory. Wow. That's absolutely astounding. I, I, I to think me. it's just that he's not mm. even the decision maker. You know, like, like that. I, I really, it, it very well could be that he forgot, but I don't. I bet he never even I, was clued in. You gotta into this at stuff. least have heard about it on the news. Okay, but that's probably man. where he heard about. It. And that, I said that's ridiculous, man. That. <laughs> <laughs> Joe uh. Biden. I heard it. On, I heard about it on the news, and I said that that's ridiculous, man. That's it. But then I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about it. So I was like, I gotta talk to <laughs> John is, next time I see him. What the hell is going on? Yeah, it's uh. Wow. And you remember how the the. The Biden presidency was supposed to make America great in the world again after Trump ruined everything. Yeah. Wow. What has Joe Biden done internationally? You know, he he screwed up Afghanistan beyond any, any possible scenario we could have dreamed up. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was the first president held in contempt by the British Parliament. Right. Um. The French, the French withdrew their ambassador. First time ever. Our oldest ally, and it took till Joe Biden to piss him off enough to pull their ambassadors home. In the midst of all this Chinese stuff, Taiwan just said uh, Australia will help us. They're they're lo- really helpful on this stuff. They didn't even <laughs> mention us. Why? Because they know they can't count on us. Joe Biden literally ran on restoring alliances mm-hmm. the, the, all the stuff trump destroyed internationally i'm gonna repair oh, it's the exact opposite oh, the so exact opposite then he was in Mich- michigan yesterday uh saying who yeah, knows what i don't know what this is at all uh but see if you could decipher it parenthetically when you build a charging station it's like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the mail granola company back in the turn of this in the 19 1920 in that area they went from <laughs> state to state convincing people that <laughs> not, they put not the turn of the century. Okay. Twenty thousand gallons of gasoline under the ground they didn't want them around right. okay. what it's good turn, turn of the 1920s <laughs> Oh, that's plumbing it. Thank you. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> so, so that's why they don't tell him stuff about uh, nuclear sub deals, right? 
because... He doesn't need to know. Yeah, I mean, just go... It's on play. a need-to-know basis. He's literally playing president. Outrageous. I mean, it's just outrageous. Talking. I mean, and nobody's talking about it. Uh, is Fox even talking about this? Uh, have no. you seen it on Fox? I, I have not Fox. seen... I haven't seen the John you know, Kerry. Yeah, stuff. I haven't either. <clears throat> but come on. This is important. You've got a man who's not fit for the job. He is clearly unfit to be president of the United States. I don't say that in a mean way. Yeah. It's just a fact. He's unfit. He can't be president. And, and, and I'm not trying to be flippant either when I say, would you hire this guy to be a Walmart greeter? No. Like like the guy that, that, that puts the sticker on the, on the mm. item you're returning over here. I, I wouldn't even trust him with that. Welcome to... Um, yeah. Target. No, you're at Walmart. No, it's Walmart. You're wearing a blue vest, old man. Thanks for coming to Kroger oh today. Gosh. No, bro. We like Kroger food. Yeah, and don't even get me started on the liabilities with children walking in its midst. <laughs> Sniffing everybody's hair oh, as they walk in. Come here, little girl. Don't sniff them. <laughs> Here's a balloon <laughs> and a back rub. <laughs> oh, man. No, Un- seriously, unfit for the job unfit to be president like no one I've ever seen before. I mean, Jimmy Carter is freaking Rhodes Scholar compared to this guy. Jimmy Carter today. Today would be better. Would be better. He would. So true. Man, I can't take it. It's the United States of America. And this is the leader that we've chosen. Congratulations, everybody. Don't say that when I'm drinking my coffee here, dude. We chose him. The proof is the pudding is in eating. <laughs> He's got a lot of cute little sayings, doesn't he? That's great. That's good. Yes, he does. Then you got his vice president, who's terrific as well. And uh, she's made some Jewish groups mad, mm. a little bit upset with her. Um, you know, yeah. there's several problems, but uh, here's here's some of the problems that she's caused with the Jews. Vice President Kamala Harris is in damage control mode CNN. after this exchange with a university student earlier this week. There were funds allocated to continue backing Israel, which hurts my heart. Hurts my heart, you back Israel. Ethnic genocide and the displacement of people. And I think they that genocide. Um, the people have spoken very often in what they do need. And I feel like there's a lack of listening. And I just feel like I need to bring this up because it affects my life and people I really care about's lives. Harris responding in part. Glad you did. And again, this is about the fact that your voice, your perspective, your experience, your truth. <laughs> your truth. There it is again. And, your and truth. It no, her. it's not about the her truth. You are making it, it about must be her. policy that relates to Middle East policy, foreign policy. We still have healthy debates in our country huh. about what is the right path. And nobody's voice should be suppressed on that. Israeli publications jumped on Harris Uh-oh. for not pushing back Good. against the student's characterization of Israel's actions towards Palestinians as ethnic genocide. Oh. And sources tell CNN calls came in to the White House from several leading Jewish did. organizations oh, oh. expressing their concern. The vice president's office is now scrambling to minimize the fallout, putting out a statement today saying the vice president strongly disagrees with the student's characterization uh, of Israel, you, uh, that it was a student who voiced why? a personal opinion during a political science class, emphasizing it's the vice president unreal. has been unwavering in her commitment uh-huh. to Israel.
Talk about another person who's unfit for the job. Right. You've got you've got a, a student there that is accusing Israel of genocide. Genocide. You've got a perfect opportunity to correct mm-hmm. a complete falsehood. So easy. I mean, that was teed up for her. An impressionable youth here that knows not what she's talking about, and you could have corrected it. But there's two things aside from Kamala Harris mm. missing a golden opportunity to show unwavering support for Israel. It's the fact that that report, and we cut it short, was on CNN. Yeah, that's pretty staggering. CNN called her out on that, and we were just talking about Amazing. where are they on this other. They, they actually did their, and the, and the graphic at the bottom was ready for prime time. What is their angle here? Why are they trying to, to point out how much she sucks as well? I don't know. Because she does. I don't know. It's that's amazing. That's amazing. Thanks, so, CNN, for reporting. Yeah. Th- all they, all, we're praising CNN for reporting facts, basically. <laughs> right. For reporting news <laughs> the way it should be reported. Uh, because she obviously did. She screwed over an ally. I mean, when you just stand there and say you're entitled to your truth. No. <laughs> no, you're not. No. it's There's no your her truth, my truth. There's just truth. It's either the truth or it isn't. And there's no her truth that Israel is committing genocide. They're not. That's no kind of truth. That's not mine. That's not yours. That's not any kind of truth. So correct it. Right. I mean, she, uh, she said, you know, there's despicable. a lot of debate still to have on the Middle East. It's de- okay. It's despicable. And then you say... But I would vehemently disagree with your characterization of Israel yes. being guilty yes. of ethnic genocide. Right. Um, they've and you could you could get deeper into this if you want to, but you at least have to say that you do. Oh, yes, you do. I mean, as a talk show host, when somebody says something outrageous on the show and you just let it lay there, you're taken to task for that. She's the vice president of the United States, and let that lay. She just let it permeate. And you can't. You and, can't do that. And honestly, CNN actually went out of their way to point this out because you can hear the audio. They had to crank up and mm-hmm. filter that student's audio because she was so far off mic. Oh, that's right. And talking through a mask. You can't understand anything. They really went out of their way to make this a they point. Did. Yeah. They did, to their credit. Yes, they did. All right. Uh, let me tell you about Gabby Insurance. It's crazy how fast the prices of just about everything are rising. Gas, groceries, clothes, you name it. Joe Biden's America, baby. Yep. All the experts are saying it's going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, I've been looking at all the ways that can personally cut costs, ways to save, you know, where where we can. And uh, I started, this was a while ago, with my auto insurance, and I started with Gabby. Shopping for auto insurance sucks. I get it. I, I know. It's it's a hassle. And then what happens is if you start putting your information into these uh, search machines of some companies, then you're going to get all kinds of spam and garbage coming your way in your email. Uh, Gabby doesn't do that. That's one of the reasons I love it so much. Uh, they do all the work for you. Uh, things that would take days or weeks, Gabby does in minutes. They use your current policy. You just upload it to them, and then they'll compare your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Nationwide and Travelers. They're the one true comparison platform with fast, verifiable quotes, not ballpark guesses, because they've got your information that you've provided them. 
And then if they tell you that, okay, there's nobody who with a lower price, then you know you're paying the best price you possibly can. But usually, they're going to find something uh, that's much better for you. It's not just me who loves Gabby. Gabby has been featured in TechCrunch, Forbes, and USA Today. Start saving on your auto insurance today. Go to Gabby.com slash unleashed to start. It's totally free. G-A-B-I dot com slash unleashed. Gabby.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Whistleblower Francis Haugen, Hogan, Hegan, Hagen, Hagen. No, I like this exercise. <laughs> I have not paid attention. Corby, to her what name. is it? You watch the news uh, like twenty four seven in there, dude. What? How do you pronounce her name? Francis Haugen. Haugen. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go with Haugen. I like it. Almost no outside, no one outside of Facebook uh, knows what happens inside of Facebook. Mm. Uh, here's some of what she had to say so yesterday. What's company? Mm-hmm. <laughs> During my time at Facebook, I came to realize a devastating truth. Uh-oh. Devastating. Almost no one outside of Facebook knows what happens inside of Facebook. Yeah. The company intentionally hides vital information from the public, from the U.S. government, Bastards. and from governments around the world. Do they? The documents I have provided to Congress prove that Facebook has repeatedly misled the public mm-hmm. about what its own research reveals about the safety of children the efficacy of its artificial intelligence systems, and its role in spreading divisive and extreme messages. Oh. I came forward because I believe that every human being deserves the dignity of the truth. Mm-hmm. Is it really is that why you came forward? This, this is, theater, is driving man. us out of our minds. She, this whole uh, kabuki theater that they're doing is a complete setup. You know, they're telling us that this is all about free speech and the three or four things she just named there. When the goal here is the exact opposite. This woman's a left-wing activist. Does everybody know that? Nothing good is going to come from this. She's a left-wing activist. She's not there trying to bring free speech and equal treatment to all to Facebook or the Internet. That's not what she is doing. They're looking for government to intervene. That's what Mark Zuckerberg wants. That's what this so-called whistleblower wants. Facebook is going to help them write the new rules regarding the internet. That's what's going to happen. That's why you see the ads on on television, on network TV. They bought a huge ad campaign about uh, the the... The fact that internet laws haven't changed in 25 years, isn't it time? No. No, the internet should be regulation-free. Leave it alone. It's fine the way it is. Leave it alone. Why do you want the internet to be regulated? Well, because they're going to rewrite the rules and uh, lock competitors and conservatives out of everything. That's the goal here. Yeah. And that's what she's about. She's the outrageous things that are said on Facebook. She's not talking about the left-wing things that are said on Facebook. She's talking about the conservative things that are said on Facebook or the things that people perceive as conservative things. They're planning to lock the right out of everything. That's what this is about. She's not here as a helper, a savior, 
like I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure Facebook is fair now. That is not what's gonna come out of this. Uh, here's some more of what she had to say yesterday during this Kabuki theater. Left alone, Facebook will continue to make choices that go against the common good, mm. our common good. When we realized big tobacco was hiding the harms it caused, the government took action. Mm-hmm. When we figured out cars were safer with seatbelts, the government took action. And when our government learned that opioids were taking lives, the government took action. I implore you to do the same here. Yeah. Today, Facebook shapes our perception of the world by choosing the information we see. Even those who don't use Facebook are impacted by the majority who do. Mm-hmm. A company with such frightening influence over so many people, over their deepest thoughts, feelings, and behavior, needs real oversight. But Facebook's closed design means it has no real oversight. Wow. Yeah. Only Facebook knows how it personalizes your feed for you. At other large tech companies like Google, any independent researcher can download from the internet the company's search results and write papers about what they find. And they do. But Facebook hides behind walls that keeps researchers and regulators oh, and from understanding the true dynamics walls. of their nope. system. Uh-huh. Okay. Facebook will tell you Apple, privacy Google, means they can't give Yahoo. you data. This is not true. <laughs> wow. Uh, Please regulate so, us. So disingenuous. That's what they want. I mean, they're advertising for it. I mean, they are advertising for it. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg said three years ago to Congress. Yeah. What's the quote? It's right there, right there. What, what was the Mark Zuckerberg quote from uh, 2018? What do you say to Congress? Mm, uh, we'd be fine with Congress regulating Facebook. <laughs> well, yeah, they want them to. Again, they're advertising for it. <clears throat> So this is not hurting them. This is what they want. I wouldn't be surprised if they set her up to do this. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she's on the payroll to do this. I just want to know what was purged when the Facebook it was down Monday. Yeah, what was right. That all about? Right. Uh, that's interesting, too. It's Just, just co- as this began. It's just a coincidence, Isn't that man. fascinating? Yeah. You know, it, was, it was between the 60 Minutes appearance and her appearance at Congress. It was, I mean, just it just happened to happen right then. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. An amazing coincidence, Keith. That's what that is. It's an amazing coincidence. Yeah. You know what they should do is let's have a hearing about the fact that Mark Zuckerberg stole the whole stinking oh, platform. snap. From the Winkle Dinkies. Or the, no, no, no. Winkle, the Winkle Dinkles or the, the, the Winkleberry Twins, no, whatever they are. No, it's Winkle... Voss, <laughs> okay, I Wink, think. Yeah, the Winkle Voss thinks. But let's change it winkle to Winkle Dinky Thinkles. Yeah, Winkle Winky no, Dinkle Winkle Thinkles. <laughs> the guys who got fifty million dollars for Facebook. Eh. Well, then I think they went back to the well, didn't they? Like ten years later. Wait, and this dude, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> lost ten billion. Yes, in, uh, in on a Monday. Day. On Monday. This right. is net worth, like, as of right now. I want to see. Will Google tell me? It's got to be. Oh, it's probably over a, a hundred billion. Okay. What's his I'll name? I'll bet you. Mark Zuckerberg. How much did you guess? hundred billion. 122.7. <clears throat> but he gave them 50 million. <laughs> it's like it's like that's awesome that's like uh, he carries that around in his pocket <laughs> that's like that's a change for him grandpa can i borrow <laughs> some money oh sure let me give you 
Nickel. 50, 60 million, will you go away for that? Oh, I was going right. to say, that's the equivalent of us saying, it is. here's it's a like, nickel. It's like a quarter to him. You go. Wow, shiny wow, nickel. Wow, thank you. <laughs> I think they eventually got more, okay. if I remember correctly. I don't I don't remember. So if look I'm looking up yet. the net worth. I think they got more. I need to type in the Winkle Dinky. Wait, the Winkle, the Winkle Dinkles. Winkle Dinkles. Let's mm-hmm. see what comes up The here. Winkle Dinkle Twins. Ooh. Ooh. So their combined net worth is? Is six billion? Holy cow! So they're billionaires too now. Uh, I think didn't they do that with wow. Bitcoin though? Wow! Not because of Facebook. Bitcoin was uh, part of their deal. Um, they've also created something else, something new uh, that was their own, and I think it was pretty successful. <laughs> I mean, they're smart guys. They were going to be successful no matter what, but uh, they they got ripped off on the Good. Facebook situation. But let's look into that. How about that, Mark? How come you're not advertising for that? Why won't someone look into what I did to the Winkle Dinkle twins? Right. Hold on a second. <laughs> the twins own, is this part of their um, <clears throat> their worth, uh, their net worth? 70,000 bitcoins? 70,000. All right. Where's my calculator? Oh, man. So it's 70,000 times 50,000. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the price is for bitcoin right now. 50K. Is that 350 million or is that 35 million? Oh, too million? many zeros. Three point five. So if we that, put the eighteen minutes together this. along with the seven minutes together, you got twenty two yeah. minutes. You sell it with eight minutes of ads, you got thirty minutes. That's right. that's there where they're getting their uh, wealth here, I guess, because it's three point five billion. Oh wow, jeez. Wow. Okay, well, good. There you go. Cool. Deal with it. Winkle. Dinkle. So the Winkle Dinkles turned out to be okay. They're they're all right. I'm not that worried about them anymore. But still, I don't still, know. That's one hundred and twenty million to six billion. One hundred and twenty. Two billion to six billion. That's really not fair. Mm. But I'm sure they're okay. Yeah, I mean, they're getting by. They're not crying poor mouth. No, but they're not wondering where their next meal is coming. It's from. not exactly <clears throat> justice. It's not is what you're saying. Well, it's not. Right. Yeah, it's a lot like you know. And Bill Gates is the other guy. Stole everything he did from Xerox and IBM. <sighs> but that's another story. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Now Biden is uh, wants the Senate filibuster change to change uh, on the debt. Says it's a real possibility. Now, if the shoe's on the other foot, and these are Republicans talking about this, this these are the most evil people on the face of the earth. How dare you even think you're going to do this? How dare you? How dare you even consider it? But I mean, it's for a good reason, right? Like they're going to save the world by by blowing past the filibuster rule. Sure, by increasing the debt so we can spend as much as we want. Wait. And you know what? This this trillion dollar coin thing is a real de- the real thing. They're actually, I think they're going to do it. I think they're really going to print. They're going to mint a one trillion dollar coin. I, how does that help anything? It's not backed by anything. It's meaningless. Uh, but that's a non-inflationary way we can incre- increase the de- debt ceiling. We are. We're not even worthy wow. of being called a banana Republican. No, we're point. not. No, we're absolutely not. We're we're, we're aspi- aspiring to be that. I'm trying to find your audience. Reminded me <clears throat> when we were talking about the trillion dollar coin last week that uh, in the Simpsons. They minted a coin with uh, Montgomery Burns' face on it, and I. What was that worth? It was. It was similar to that. 
You know, and it's like yeah. we are literally a cartoon. Literally, <laughs> literally, we're literally coming up with cartoon solutions yeah. here to our real world problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you a, know what? Print a trillion dollar coin. Yeah, it was a one Most trillion sad. dollar platinum coin. Uh, That'll get us right past the debt ceiling. That's fine. What What is our deal? I mean, we are so far off the path, man. And if you're gonna do this, why stop at a trillion? Why not make it a quadrillion? And then you'll never have to worry about it. Well, not until, I don't know, probably March when we hit a, <laughs> uh, when we become a quadrillion dollars in debt. But you'll, you'll have until March right. before you have to worry about Give it. Give us some breathing room. Yeah. Do a quadrillion dollars and kick it down the road till March. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Right. What's the difference? It's still backed by nothing. Huh. By nothing. Oh, my gosh. What, what is our at the moment? U.S. debt, 28.8 trillion. So, 28.8. So, let's just do can, why don't we just do an even 100 trillion dollar coin mm-hmm. or 10 coins worth 10 trillion each? Right. That's the that's where I cap my math abilities. And who, then just give us some room. Who was it that said that we should do 2 trillion dollars? Uh, that was uh, Elon Omar, right? Or Talib, one of the two? It was Talib, I think. Talib. Rashida Talib. We needed to do 2 1 trillion dollar coins. But they're only talking about doing just the one. See? So they're really a lot We're still going to have debt. <laughs> <laughs> we need a $100 trillion coin. And it was Rashida Tlaib. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, it was just... We're, I, out of words, amazing. man. Yeah. 888 Or Packer and Leash coming up. <laughs> listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888 also at Pat Unleashed. On Twitter, uh, Jeffy uh, joins us today. Came into the studio and we have our friend here for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Bones, right? Yeah. Just, he was sitting there in uh, Jeffy's usual seat. And how about no? Jeffy yeah. got all sad and depressed. <laughs> Angry. There's even. something in my seat. Yeah, he was. Why is there something in my seat? Why is why is something sitting in my seat? And so we had to accommodate. Yeah, yeah, that you were all. So we had to move (laughs) the skeleton so that Jeffy could have his normal seat, Uh, and he wouldn't be butt hurt this morning. So because he was, he wasn't happy about that. Welcome, thank you. You're welcome because now. It is uh, time for chewing the fat. Yeah, we 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 didn't say a thing. You did online. (laughs) There's something in my feet. How about no? There's a skeleton in my feet. Why is there a skeleton where I'm supposed to sit? I'm supposed to sit there where. Where the skeleton is. And the skeleton was just staring at you. Like, he was daring you to move him. (laughs) Is the skeleton more important than me? Why is there a skeleton in my seat? (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't sound like what I... Oh, that's exactly how it went down. That's exactly how it went down. (laughs) There's never been a skeleton <laughs> right. seat before. So he was sad. Why is there one? And then a as the skeleton. skeleton continued to ignore him, then he just got angry at it. Yeah, I did. He did. I thought they were gonna 
I thought they were going to go downtown. <laughs> take, take their little beef outside. Look at him. He's still staring at you. <laughs> All you right. See, you see where he's sitting? <clears throat> I do. Okay. Yeah, he he's didn't in move. the next seat. Right. That's he right. moved. <laughs> Damn right he did. <laughs> Amazon has uh, rolled out uh, Black Friday-worthy deals. A uh, side note, uh, 51 days until mm. Black Friday. Wow. But wow. Uh, the company said customers should expect deep discounts across every category. And they also rolled out a tool that allows Prime members to send gifts to people without putting in an address. Now, Target is also kicking off its holiday promo next week to attract customers who want to <laughs> knock off their shopping list early. Already feeling like the longest shopping season ever. Retailers are attempting to give themselves breathing room to accommodate delivery delays caused by what some are calling supply chain bottlenecks. Factories mm. in Asia have been closed due to COVID lockdowns. Shipping containers are hard to find. Companies are struggling to hire workers to staff ports and drive trucks. Mm -hmm. Heads of companies are saying they've never seen it this bad. You know, the broken global supply chain, or I'm sorry, the supply chain bottleneck mm -hmm. uh, so be ready Wait, be ready for uh, empty shelves and nothing to buy no kidding i got a quick question so they're talking about this um oil pipe that got dragged by an anchor off the coast yeah, of california. california was that from the ships that were waiting that had to drop anchor because they're out there you know over 60 ships are just sitting there anchored off the coast of california is that yeah, what I happened know. i don't are know the or, stupid or policies sabotage uh, there I, were ninety at one point. Oh, was yeah. it? Oh, maybe, is it less than ninety? Oh, maybe, maybe I don't, I don't that's think what it is. so. Yeah. Okay, maybe 90. that's a number. All right, but but yeah, wouldn't that be something? If these <clears throat> stupid policies of continuing to pay people not to work in California ended up causing a, a an indirect environmental crisis because wouldn't of all it? the ships that are sitting out there. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Knocking out pipes wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure, uh, and uh, you know, with the. I, they'll be back on it. Our leaders, don't worry about it. They're our leaders, it. they're on it, Keith. Who's don't our leaders again? They're, they're uh, out in California, it. we got Newsom, and who's the president oh again? Gosh. Biden. Oh yeah, yeah, they're good. I yeah, give you my word as a Biden. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he has to say yeah. about it. Yeah, let the president. Those are his thoughts on the crisis. <laughs> yeah, let the president finish before you start speaking again, Jeffy. Come on, show some respect, you know. Uh huh. Okay. Does he even know? There's a crisis. It's a good point. I doubt it. Does he know he's president? He, he didn't know about the French being pissed at us. Amazing. Let's see. They uh, recalled their ambassador. Hmm. Wonder if something's going on there. <laughs> Wonder if the <laughs> president should maybe be hip to that situation. Just, are you mad? Just an idea. Are you mad? What you, happened with well, you what's guys? What's going on? Why are you guys leaving? Just because we left you out of the negotiations with the nuclear submarines. <laughs> 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 don't, be, don't be mad. And why would you? I don't understand. I, I don't, I don't even understand the French uh, thing. Just us, the UK, and Australia. Why wouldn't you include the French? Why? I mean, they're usually in the club, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're supposed I mean, unless to be you want to, right. you know, insult them. And maybe that's what the point was. Maybe it is. We want you to know that you're not a world power anymore. Okay, right. we're going to put you right in your little place. Go make some croissants. Don't and do shut what up. your little Frenchy French world wants you to do, but yeah. you're not with us. Right. Okay. Go, to, go surrender to the Netherlands or something. Uh, right? Don't give them any ideas, man. They will.
Well, the Netherlands punches above their weight. They, they oh, yeah. I'm pretty we know sure that. they could take Absolutely. France. Yeah. Absolutely. True. We do know yeah. that. True. And it could be a bottleneck or a broken <clears throat> chain coming to Hollywood soon. The International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, the IATSE, uh, voted to authorize a strike uh, a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago. But uh, that could halt TV and film production around the country. It's the first time in the union's 128-year history mm. that members have greenlit a nationwide strike. Mm-hmm. So the conversations with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, uh, which represents the big studios and streamers, broke down. I guess they're back at the table now, but um, <clears throat> we don't know. They, the, your shows could be history. What would you do I mean, with yourself if there were no new shows? I, this cannot happen. This, this, uh, this, we have to negotiate and make this happen. Call me. Right. I'll sit down. I'll be the mediator. But uh-huh. we need to make this happen. This could affect you greatly. I mean, could. they're asking for higher wages uh, from streaming companies. Mm-hmm. For one thing, a 2009 agreement allowed streaming services with fewer than 20, 20 million subscribers to pay workers lower than standard wages because it was intended to help the streaming become more popular at the end of the you know video blockbuster It's obviously world. ancient now and needs sure to be is. updated. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And they're also demanding shorter work days. Those uh, 14-hour days that are norm are just uh, the, too long. We can't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And they want, uh, they want eight hours before the next shift, and they want uh, at least 10-hour turnarounds, and they want to be able to commute and sleep, and they want 54 hours on the weekends. I mean, are we working? Are we making a movie? Are we making a show? What are we doing? Let's. <laughs> I mean, let's go. Let's get it made. Uh, thank you. Let yeah. it, just get to work. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Uh, a reminder, subscribe to uh, Chewing the Fat, my <clears throat> daily podcast. Uh, no charge as of right now. Available wherever you download your podcast. Might as well go to Space News. Science fiction soon becomes reality as William Shatner is scheduled to launch on the next crewed space flight to uh, Blue Origin. Captain Kirk, now one of the passengers on the company's New Shepard rocket. The launch is planned for October 12th. Uh, Audrey Powers, the uh, mission and flight operations vice president, is joining the flight crew of the four with a Planet Labs co-founder and Metadata co-founder. Blue Origin, we're going to be able to see it again, the live webcast, uh, starting at 8 a.m. on October 12th. Uh, Shatner's trip will be the second human spaceflight for Blue Origin's tourism. I love how they're calling it the Tourism and Research Rocket, New Shepard, which successfully launched Bezos uh, huh. in July. That's kind of fun. I know. Uh, at 90, Shatner it becomes the oldest person to fly to space, topping the uh, aerospace <laughs> pioneer Wally Funk, who is 82. Oh, I love it. Right here in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. Huh. A trip on New uh, Blue Origin's New Shepard lasts about 10 minutes from liftoff to landing, and uh, it takes about uh, two minutes for the yeah. crew to be floating in microgravity sure. for okay. a couple of microgravity, minutes. microgravity, yeah. Bezos said that his company has sold nearly $100 million worth of tickets wow. to future passengers. Wow. Wow. Now, that's at, that's at, that's at reported 250000 a ticket. And you didn't buy a ticket yet? So, so that's a lot of people. That's a lot. That's a wow. lot. Wow. Wow. He said he planned on <clears throat> That's three. quite a backlog, though. Yes, it is. Now, they, especially, get that done? especially when they're only doing three crewed missions this year. Right? So this is the second one. They've got one more this year. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that's quite a backlog. That's, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. We're going to have to come up with a couple more rockets, perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Yes, perhaps. Yeah. Indeed. And we all know that what uh, Bezos' rocket looks like. 
Yeah, it looks Why like a... Laughing? Because our guest is staring a hole through your head. He's not happy about being displaced by your fat He's butt. pissed. He's pissed. <laughs> so, you know, he was here before you were. So he's really pissed. Well, much, he much before you yeah. were. <laughs> he does not like this, bro. I was about ready to knock that yeah. damn thing over. I'll tell you that. He's lucky he's still sitting there. <laughs> so uh, we saw All what right. uh, Jeff Bezos' rocket looks like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I loved what uh, yeah, Oscar Oscar Meyer tweeted mm-hmm. uh, the next day. Uh, they reached. They said to Jeff Bezos, "Hey, call us the next time you want to ride a wiener into yeah. space." <laughs> and, uh, That's funny. And then uh, NASA <laughs> tweeted uh, a little bit ago that uh, they were looking for input from private companies on a potential replacement for its Astrovan to drive astronauts to the launch pad for the Artemis moon missions. Hmm. And, uh, of course, Oscar Mayer said, uh, hey, um, we got you. <laughs> they are awesome. That I mean, be... so many social media accounts for companies are run by really cre- creative that's, people. It's really that's funny. One of that's them. really funny. That's, that's good stuff. We may as well uh, stay in space. The first all-civilian crew of astronauts that orbited the Earth <clears throat> three days after uh, – SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket locked them into space. The systems we know now were warning the crew of a significant issue, and they spent uh, they spent hours trying to figure out what was going on. Just a little scary, as it turned out. Eh, it was the toilet. Uh, there was a problem with the onboard toilet. Um, so according to what, them, what was the problem? Was it uh, was it stuffed up? The was fans it, were there broken. There was feces thrown all over the walls, yes. the floor, <laughs> oh, the ceiling, and it ew. stunk so bad. Yeah, bad. pretty much. Zero uh, gravity. There's no, is it, yeah, there was, uh, there, of course, there's no guarantee what comes out, uh, <laughs> oh, goes where mm-hmm. it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can, waste does apparently go in every possible direction. So oh. the toilets have oh. fans inside them, which are used to create suction, and they, you know, pull waste out of the human body and keep it stored oh. away. Gosh, and is... so those fans were not working properly, but they apparently didn't have they didn't go into detail, mm-hmm. but they said that there wasn't a problem and there were no issues in the cabin. That That's the first time I've him. ever, you know, because in zero gravity, it would have to pull it out of your body. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. Correct. I hadn't thought of that aspect well That's really we know unpleasant. we know now that's unpleasant that the you know the kind confi- of want to think of the once yeah. confidential government yeah. spent a lot of time on this one mm-hmm. way too much during the 1969 apollo <clears throat> 10 mission oh no the crew yeah. that saw thomas stafford john young and eugene cernan i mean when you think uh-huh. of astronauts you think of Thomas Stafford, John Young, and Eugene Cernan, uh, as they went around the moon. Uh, Stafford reported back to Mission Control on day six of the mission that multiple pieces of waste were floating through the cabin. Oh, that's then, Because back then... Oh, that's gross. Back then, the waste management uh, was a plastic bag taped to their butts. <laughs> really? So you get the idea. There's more to the story, but you get, you get the idea. <laughs> I don't think I knew that before. No, it was this was just it was just that. released. It was uh, oh. undocumented. It's the stuff that was. Uh, that I could have gone a long time without knowing it too. I really could have a lot longer. <laughs> didn't probably see that in the movies. They probably you? don't no. have to worry about that no, on the Blue didn't. Origin or the Virgin Galactic though, because that's just a theme park ride. Wow, jeez. You know? <laughs> Taped to their butt. Oh, I know. Really? That's the kind, that's the best we could do in 1969? yeah. Okay, so we had the technology right. to get you to the moon, which we don't have now. Thank you. But you couldn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, you could. Okay, except you in could. a plastic yeah. bag that was taped yeah. to your butt. <laughs> that's gross. 
That's nasty. There's audio released where he talks Ew. about oh, where he talks no. about, hey, get me a napkin. There's a turd <laughs> flying around the cockpit. Oh, I man. Know, nasty. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Nasty. Uh, no worries about the mega comet either, as long as we're in space. Uh, no, don't worry about that mega comet headed into our neck of the woods. Uh, the uh, Bernandelli Nelly Bernstein comet. Uh, it's roughly 10.9 AU from the sun. At that mm-hmm. distance, it most likely will brush by Saturn's orbit in a decade from now. So 2031. So maybe. It might. We don't really know. And I don't have to tell you, but for the audience, an, an AU is the distance between the sun and Earth. So it's 10.9 of those. Researchers think oh. it originated oh. in the Oort cloud which, of course, is a hypothetical zone that encircles the solar system ends and includes billions of comet-like bodies. But uh, there's only circumstantial evidence that hints at that existence for that zone because, according to them, there's lack of actual observations. Yeah, no kidding. So in the coming decade, the comet will likely put on quite a display for the astronomers. Voyager 1 and 2 have both been past the solar system barrier. I think the latest report was, though, that they don't think it had. They, they reported that it had, but they... Well, it it hadn't when they first reported it, but now I think since it has. So they should have some data on that. Okay. I thought. How many AU away is that? I don't... I don't <laughs> a lot, of, yeah, a a lot, lot farther a lot than... A lot of AU? That's yeah. a lot of AU. And I don't know that it's made it to the Oort cloud yet. Maybe not. I don't know, but it's... I mean, Pluto is what? Three billion? Three billion miles? And they went way beyond that. Yeah. They're way beyond Pluto now. So I don't know if it were to get close, you know, real close, uh, may look like the fireball sighting this past weekend, uh, mainly over Colorado, but uh, was seen in Wyoming and New Mexico. Twelve people submitted videos to the American Meteor Society. Oh, cool. This video captured on a porch camera in Commerce City, Colorado. You see what the fireball appears to drop out of the sky. And this whole thing. Oh, yes. And a whole blue haze. And then just go away. Wow, that was cool. cool. That was really cool. Remember the entire. Show that again. Play that again. That's really cool. It just drops out and lights up. The entire month of October is supposed to be great for these this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, and, and cameras are everywhere. Look at that. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Like that. Wow. I love that. And uh, we'll say congratulations. More on trivia was correct. Uh, again, oh, yeah. today we're two and two. We're, you know, we've won the Good. last two. It was mm-hmm. fun watching Brady come back to Foxborough. Love-hate relationship there. He set uh, National Football League record. You can't leave any time on the clock <clears throat> left for him. <laughs> If, if it's a back and forth game and you just scored, then it, there better be zero zero on the clock. He now uh, is the NFL all time passing leader. <clears throat> you know, it's nice that he set the record in Foxborough. That is funny. I loved the big uh, billboard that uh, was purchased outside of uh, on, on Route One on your way to the stadium, oh. uh, where the guy bought. He's oh, a little unhappy uh, with the deal, and he said the owl is no longer wise without his goat, Jake in Boston. That's that is <laughs> I love the audience. I love the crowd as they cheered him pregame oh. and then and then booed him. Booed him during the when game. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Was yeah. That but they classy. gave him they gave him a, a huge round of applause yeah, when he classy. set the record. Was too, that Bill so Belichick's like that. record yeah. without Brady up there as well? Sixty-two and seventy-four. Is that what that was? Oh, I gotta look this up. Oh, mm. oh. No, there hasn't been that many games. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Pat Gray is unleashed. And welcome to a 888 thirty three ninety three. 
Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Jeffy's Fold Mold <laughs> tweets. Oh. So many different aspects of your body that have broken off and begun Twitter accounts. It's really amazing. I know. It's amazing. It's nice. Joe Biden would be the best person to tell the national secrets uh, since everyone will think he's just a rambling old man <laughs> and no one would ever take him seriously. True. It's perfect. I like it. I mean, the guy, that Michigan clip, is just another example of him just lost. Lost. It's embarrassing. Very lost. I, mean, I know we us. laugh at it, but it's just embarrassing. Well, if, if we have that, play it for us. Oh, yeah. It's, 1920, uh, around mm-hmm. the turn of 1920. Yeah. <gasps> Parenthetically, Parenthetic. when you build a charging station, it's like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the Maryland Company back in the turn Mother. of the, in the 1920 in that area. They went from state what? to state convincing people that they put <clears throat> allowed them to put 20,000 gallons of gasoline under the ground. They didn't want them around. But get- What? What are you talking? What are you talking about? <laughs> he what doesn't are you know. Talking about. And by the way, uh, just as a side note, mm-hmm. uh, what he is talking about is when they were burying the gas tanks okay. at yeah. the gas stations yeah. from the private companies, mm-hmm. not the government. Uh, right. Right. I still don't know what his point was. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. no, <laughs> he wants people to believe in the charging stations. I know. It's I know. agonizing. Yeah, and you know he's making an environmentalist point there, but uh, we haven't buried. He doesn't even know what he's. Talking we haven't about. buried gas in a long while. Uh, it's been illegal for a long time to do that. Uh, Rowdy introvert tweets: Joe Biden was supposed to be a moderate. He's not. Joe Biden was sold as a competent statesman. Not even close. Joe Biden was supposed to fix everything. The fix is in, and everything has been destroyed. Or it's going to be destroyed. Yeah. Uh, Vern Lundquist tweets, mm. I almost forgot Kamala existed. Now I can't get her cackle out of my head. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. You're welcome. Yeah, they really tried to put her in the background uh, for they a little tried. while. And still it hasn't worked because whenever she comes out, man. She's terrible. Uh, from Aaron Grenade, uh, have a big celebration party, guys. You think you don't have it in the budget, but actually, it, it'll actually cost zero. <laughs> well, that's good. Right for our 1,006th show, yeah. Yeah. which is today. Today is a day. And uh, yesterday, it was it was Allie's 500th mm-hmm. show, and they got really delicious. Yeah. Well, and we, a lot of Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I mean, well, a lot. Yeah, but Becca, Pat had But Becca took care of us. Pringles. She sent us Pringles, even not, oh, not nice. even knowing it was our 1,006th uh, well, anniversary maybe, show. Maybe she did. So how does this count, then? Do you want some of these Pringles that I, I accidentally opened already? Yeah. Yeah, see, I just, uh, there you go. All right. no, I don't want the sour cream. Oh, you want sour cream? No, I don't. He doesn't want That's bougie. I want your bougie sour cream. The regular. And onion potato chips. Cheddar cheese. Bougie. <laughs> Here, regular. Yeah, just the regular. There you go. Yeah, don't, just don't. regular without the bougie sauce on it. Don't sauce. share with the skeleton. He's giving you the stink eye still. I don't care for that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, speaking of... Uh, yeah, things that cost zero, right? Things that cost Like our party. Uh, like uh, this big celebration party. <laughs> uh, Jen Psaki told us how much Biden's plan is going to cost us. Mm. Following up on something that you just said, you said that the president's going to have a virtual meeting with House progressives to talk about how this Build Back Better package is now going to be smaller than $3.5 trillion. Smaller package. But you have been saying that it costs zero. So are you now admitting that the plan does not cost zero? Or is it less than zero? Well, <laughs> let's, let's not 
dumb this down for the American public here. What oh. we're talking about is uh, how oh. much the top line investments are, which are all paid for. So which therefore, it costs zero. For. No matter therefore what the zero. cost or size of the top line investments are, we we're have ways to pay for it. Really? So the point is, that's important to the American public, all of your viewers too, is that this is not going to cost the American public a dollar. This is going to, we're going to pay for this huh? by asking corporations the highest income, so people under four hundred thousand dollars. Are they Americans or not? Corporations highest income to cover the cost of these necessary. Pause it for a second. All right, she just said it's not going to cost Americans anything. It's going to cost zero. Even your viewers. Yeah, it's not going to cost them anything. So people who run corporations, work for corporations, people who are wealthy and have made a a success of themselves, they're not Americans. They sure they are, but they need to pay their fair share, Pat. I, I. This, well, not only that, but why do Marxist we... Marxist nonsense. Why do we just, need to much. raise the debt ceiling? Why do we need to borrow all this cash if it's going to cost If it's going to cost zero. Right. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, she just got pissed with it. Yeah, <laughs> she sure did. Like, Is it less Ducey than zero now? Is this it less garbage? than zero now? Right. Okay, if it's going to be only $2 trillion, then it must be... Right. And we were paying zero at $3.5 trillion. <laughs> yeah. We must That's be awesome. making extra money oh, in the awesome. process. Yeah, and, and Deucey even slipped that in there. So it's yeah. going to cost less than less zero? Than zero. <laughs> she was, let's not dumb this down. He's really good. Yeah. He's, uh, he's been quite a, a pleasant surprise. Okay, so when we had a Blaze reporter there... At mm-hmm. the White House, and maybe we still do, but they never called on the individual, right? Very never, rarely. So, how is it that I don't know? I, I they don't got know how that works. I wondered that, that yeah, too. They, they got roped into that. I think they started that because they thought that he was, you know, a fox and the, a fox guy that was new and did do see. And they were. I think they feel like he wasn't going to be that good. Mm-hmm. And now, maybe, and now he's turned into someone they can't ignore. They yeah. can't ignore him. Uh-huh. But they could ignore him for a while until it became its own kind of news mm-hmm. item. It is interesting that they seem to call on him every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day we've got some yeah. good clip with Peter Ducey and Jen Psaki. Maybe Jen just it's likes great. to fight. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe Wouldn't they've surprise got a little me. something going on. A little something. <laughs> Ducey something. and yeah. Jen Psaki. I don't know this. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's a little. Maybe there's you a know, little, little White little House business. press secretary business going on. <laughs> Just because we share a theory uh, off the air. <laughs> just saying it's possible. It's possible. Uh, all right. Well, Joe was in uh, Michigan yesterday, and Michiganders were really excited That's to have cool. him there. Really excited to have him. Uh, here's a guy summing up his excitement. Mm. Tell me, what are your thoughts about the president visiting I wish you'd just stay out of this state and leave us alone. <laughs> I wish you'd just stay out of the state and leave us alone. That's every state. That's, yeah. that, that's everybody uh-huh. in every state right now. Come on. Uh-huh. 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 That's awesome. I got to go back to my favorite uh, story of the day, okay. and that's uh, John Kerry saying yeah. Joe Biden literally didn't know anything about the crisis with France. Uh, yeah, I wish he'd go away and leave us all alone because yeah. he's unfit to be president of the United States. Mm. It's, uh, play, the, play the Kerry thing again yeah. when he's with these Frenchies. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, President Biden asked me about it, and I told him and expressed. Uh, mm-hmm. You told Joe uh, Biden that uh, it was not the right. He asked me. He said, what's the situation? And I explained exactly. Uh, he, was, he had not been aware of that. He literally had not been aware of what had transpired. And what? I don't want to go into the details of it. but Yeah, because it's too embarrassing to say, for him. 
that uh, that the mm. president you uh, open the can of worms, uh, John. Sure, did. my president is very committed to. Um, uh, uh, I don't want to go to the details the of it. Relationship and making sure okay. that this is a small event of the past and right. moving on to the much more important future. I don't want to go into the details, but he talked a lot about pudding. And uh, where his pants were. He was very concerned about his pants because he wasn't wearing any at the time and he wondered where he'd left them. Wait, wait, you're saying. But I don't want to go into the details details of that. Your your president wasn't wearing pants? Right, that's right. He uh, he was literally not wearing pants and literally asking me for pudding. uh, Asking, your president was asking Asking for pudding. Asking for pudding and wondering where his pants were at the time. I don't want to get into that. Uh, But I I don't want to go into details. I don't want to get into the details. (laughs) Just suffice it to say, he literally doesn't know what's going on. Oh. Here's a crisis with our oldest, literally oldest mm-hmm. ally, mm-hmm. and he didn't know anything about it. Literally. Literally wow. didn't know anything about it. Now, yeah. Kerry was trying to placate yes. these Frenchies, and, uh, but it doesn't matter because nobody's going to pick up on it. Obviously, nobody's talking about it. I haven't seen a word on Fox or CNN or anywhere else about this. <laughs> can't this goes to his cognitive disability again yeah and no one even will bring it up except us let's go brandon (laughs) yes right those chants are gonna get even louder this weekend i have a feeling and the next weekend and the next one we kind of need to see them not only in sports arenas and stadiums but out in the streets Mm -hmm. that's where i would love to see them Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's go, Brandon. Who was it that said, you know, I, I, I kind of enjoy the, I enjoy the chant, but not when my kids are there. Uh, oh, who was saying that? I don't Someone know. Someone that hates America, apparently. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. America. Whoever, whoever yes. it was, zip it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Rob tells me it was uh, Laura Ingram. Does that sound right? Laura Ingram? No, hmm. but she probably said it too. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, all right. Maybe it was. I, I, I don't know. So, uh, so some, I literally, I really, literally, literally don't know who said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Biden's uh, administration said yesterday the United States has more than thirty-seven hundred warheads. Why would we give that number out? Yeah, I don't know. Why would you give that specific number? I, that's that was my feeling of the story do as of September twenty twenty. Do we believe him? Yeah, uh, does yeah, he know? I, that's true. But it says it, it was a report done by <laughs> the administration. You know, the same administration that apparently doesn't inform him when we sell nuclear subs. Now, we've dismantled 11,683 nuclear warheads. Oh, come on. Between the fiscal years 1994 through 2020. So now that's why we are only at uh, 3,700 now. Okay. So you you, wow. okay, so you hear those numbers and you're like, what? why are we dismantling? Why? But there is a fun fact in that story that makes you feel a little bit better, right? Yeah, it's that China uh, has their stockpile is in the low two hundreds. Okay, all right. How do you believe them? Yeah, it's true. All right, I don't need this. Uh, China's not an enemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I okay, so so the the maximum number of nuclear warheads we had stockpiled at our, one point, our high water mark, was thirty one thousand two fifty five in nineteen sixty seven. Wow. Good times. Good, Good times. times. Good wow. times. Not getting those days back. Nope. No, I don't think we are. 37,000? 31,000. 31,000? Yeah. Oh. 31,000 warheads. Now, the Soviets had, you know, I don't know, 
probably about that number as yeah. well. And I don't know where they are now because I don't. Every time we dismantle, I have no confidence that they're doing it too. Oh, Even if they've exactly signed a treaty, right. they're exactly. not doing oh, it. Please, they're not doing it. So my guess would be they've got about thirty-five thousand, <laughs> and we have thirty-seven hundred. That would be my guess. Uh, let's see here. Okay, oh, do you think there's a place that? And that China's got to have China's got to have more than more what'd than you say, a couple 200? hundred. Stop yeah. it. Hmm. We could shoot down two hundred. Right. Right. Come on now. I say we beat them in a nuclear war. <laughs> I say. Oh, China? Yeah. Yeah. I say we win. Hmm. Uh, by the way, Joe Bastardi is coming up in the next, uh, well, about a half an hour or so. And uh, he, apparently he's got some information about winter weather. A little preview across the country. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to have some some cold winter weather. I hope so. I do, uh, too. I have found a Doesn't website like global warming. that purports... Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Uh, Russia nukes? 6,257 <clears throat> oh, okay. in Russia. Yeah. Still double R's, right? That's, double R stockpile. I don't like that number. I don't either. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. Every time we sign a treaty or Bush used to sit down with yep. Pooty Poot, they weren't doing what we said. They weren't. Uh, yeah. And and it didn't matter to the left because then they would say, well, let's just unilaterally do it. Oh. We'll just we'll set the tone. Hang on. Yes, we have oh, to be the Oh, okay. One. That's a good That's idea. That's what yeah. we're doing with the Paris Climate Accord, too. It's us. Exactly. We have to be you the leader. You can trust Putin. Come yep. on now. Uh, just got a, a, a note here um, from uh, up high here in the, in the company. Um, uh, apparently, um, regarding uh, who the White House calls on uh, at these uh, press hearings with Saki every day, the front row seats are reserved for the biggest outlets and longest serving members <coughs> of the White House press corps. And traditionally, those seats always get called on if they have a question. So hmm. Saki's calling on him out of tradition. Amazing. The Biden administration still following a tradition. That's so there about you go. the only one. That's so about the go. only one. Yeah. Thanks, Gaston. Uh, 888-933-93. We, we got to show you this uh, photo of, you know, you've heard about the FBI has uh, been sicked on the parents of, uh, of the school districts. The terrorist who, parents out the there. Terrorist parents. Thank, Thank you, you, Jeffy. Yeah, the ones who are complaining about things. Yes. How dare they? Shut How up. How dare you complain about critical race theory? Mm. How dare you complain about masks? Question the authority of the school board? So they deserve to be investigated <laughs> yes. and monitored by the FBI. Okay? Mm. So here's a FBI agent. So here's your preview of how they're blending in at the oh, this was a recent PTA <laughs> meeting. And there's uh, there they are oh, blending awesome. in nicely. You don't even yeah. know they're there. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which one's your kid? Uh, <laughs> really that funny. is awesome. That's from that event where they were trying to blend in with uh-huh. the, yeah. With the so-called the, the rally where there were more FBI agents and there were actually people in attendance for the yeah. rally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the J six justice thing. Yeah, that's a, that's nicely done though. That's awesome. It's <laughs> really, really funny. Also, a minim, uh, Minnesota mom says CRT teaches her kids they'll never be able to make it. Mm. Well, yeah. Thank you for that. Oh, the FBI's probably uh, mm. already got yes. a file on her going. Yeah, they've bugged her house already. Yeah, this is good stuff here. Minnesota mom recently told her local school board that critical race theory teaches her black children that they'll never be able to make it. I'm here to ask the district to stop promoting critical race theory and Black Lives Matter. People who support 
CRP, say people like mm -hmm. me and people who are against CRT or CRT are racist. That's their only well. defense. Yet CRT is racist. It tells kids Thank of color you. like my children that they will never be able to make it, and white kids that they are inherently yes. racist. When yes. I was a little kid, I had reoccurring dreams about the KKK when I was seven years old. And now uh. people who look like this are being told they are racist in this school. And it is absolutely appalling. And you might say, Thank you. I people, we don't have CRT. We do have CRT in this school. I see it every day. My kid said they're already started with it. He's already miserable about having to start mm. school. Last year, you gave my kid an assignment to read an article out of Scholastica Kids entitled Making Our Voices Heard that told him he would face racism in every facet of his life, from education to the workplace to health care. He showed me this article because he found it very discouraging. In the middle school, after George Floyd's killing, they sent out an email and they actually segregated kids by race to talk about it. In the email, it said, we will have a group of, for whites, for blacks, for Asians, for Hispanics. I couldn't even believe it that we're going back to segregation after all we fought for. Thank you. Wow. In in middle wow. school, you segregated kids of color by having the kids of color all stand right, your up, time's up and the white kids stayed out and you offered kids of color ten dollars to give away all their personal, private, disciplinary Take information mask, to an outside Please. organization. Please. And I also heard from teachers here that you have a policy like Minneapolis that discourages teachers from teaching from disciplining kids of color because the as the Isaiah group says Disciplining kids of color is a pipeline to prison. Well, I have to tell you something. Not disciplining them is the pipeline to prison. Thank you. Telling them oh they don't gosh. have to be accountable. That they're sick as animals. They're not like white people who can gosh, be paid. We have lesser standards. We don't think they're yes. truly equal. I don't think you think we're equal. And it's appalling to me. Yes. Systematic racism does not exist. We used to have systematic racism. It was called slavery and segregation, and we fought alongside each other to end it. It doesn't exist. BLM said they're fighting for the liberty, the liberation of black people. We are free. Breaking news, we are free. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Amen. I, good stuff. I mean, that gives me hope again. Right? That gives me hope. Well, then the FBI, you know, blending in at that meeting. Yes. Uh, probably, yeah, that was helpful, too. Probably followed her to her car. <laughs> I bet they did. I bet they did, too. I mean, isn't that that's brilliant? First of all, she picks up on, and they should, the the racism of low expectations. Yes, mm -hmm. and and it's not even it's not even the the uh, it, it's not even the shadow racism anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just blatant racism of low expectations. Yep. Like blacks can't make it unless we help you make it out there Seriously. because everything's against you. What I heard and, in that brave woman's mm -hmm. speech were things that you have been saying forever. Yeah. Like, but she's saying it. She's, and that makes it so much more yeah, powerful. Yeah, she's an African-American woman yeah. at her local school board meeting yeah. saying what Pat Gray is saying. Hopefully it will have an effect there. I hope so. But I think uh, there's... She's also defending white people. Like she held yep. up a, yeah. a photo of a white woman and right. said, you're making this person out to be racist? Why? They're right. not. Thank you. I just, it's, we, that's amazing. We are damn... We have... We are allowing our schools to destroy our children in so many ways, whether it's on race or gender mm -hmm. or with the masks everywhere. Mm -hmm. it, it constant. And by the way, can we can we show this? There's something going on in that picture. The lady on the far right, speaking of the masks, I have never seen a mask that tight on someone's oh, face in that. my entire Jeez. life. What is happening there? Like, oh, wow. if you have to wear She's a mask. She's almost been mummified. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, uh, going online without ExpressVPN, that's like changing 
uh, while leaving your window wide open. Uh, you might not have anything to hide, but why give random creeps a chance to invade your privacy? Like this one right here that, uh, that yes. joins us in the studio like a couple it. times I a mean, week. Look at the expression <laughs> on it. Why would that be a Why problem? is that a problem? Why is that a problem? It's a good thing. Uh, uh, give everybody a chance to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, that's our buddy. Uh, when you go online without a VPN, internet service providers can see every single website you visit. You might think like I would, uh, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't care. Well, you don't know what you're doing wrong and what will be considered wrong and what isn't. That's why I love this stuff. That's why I love ExpressVPN. Um, and then they can also legally sell your information without your consent to ad companies and tech giants. And then you get all kinds of crap that you don't want. I really hate that. When you use ExpressVPN, ISPs can't see your online activity. Your identity is anonymized by a secure VPN server. Your data is also encrypted. For maximum protection, fire up the app, click one button. It's so easy to use, and you can use it on all your devices. So, secure your online activity like I've done mine. Visiting expressvpn.com slash unleashed. Go there today. EXP r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash unleashed and you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash unleashed Pat Ray Craig Davey with us triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. oh no no Billie Eilish is in Austin. She had a message for Texans. Oh, darn it. Here's her message from the Billie Eilish. All right, cool. Yeah. Love Billie. Feel really bad. She's in Texas. When they made that law. They made Mm -hmm. a law about abortion. I almost didn't want to do this show. Oh, don't say that. Please don't say that. Because I wanted to punish this f***ing place (laughs) for allowing that to Mm. happen here. But then. But then. I remember that it's you guys that are the fucking victims. Oh, wow. And you deserve Wait, you everything in the world. What about the babies? Yeah. And we need to tell them to shut the up. No, we need to tell you that. We need to tell you that, Puddy, since you don't know what you're talking about. It's Billie Eilish. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's Billie Eilish. My body's mine. My body's my choice. Yeah, except when it comes to everything else. <laughs> My body, my choice when it's about killing the children inside my body. No, it's my body, my bleeping choice. (sighs) You misquoted, young Miss Eilish. Uh, My body, my effing choice. I mean, she almost... Almost didn't, didn't come. Didn't come to a How page. How horrifying oh, a would that show. have been? I what know. would we have done in Texas if Billie Eilish they hadn't might, well, graced they us with shut her down Austin. They would have shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. <laughs> wow. Tragedy oh, averted, though. Oh, man. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yes. And she says, you guys are the victims. No, they're not. The, the, they're all the, here. The babies. The victims are the ones who are being murdered in the womb. Those are the victims, Billy. but... Thanks. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, All right, let me tell you before we get started again uh, about real estate agents I trust. You know, because trying to sell your home is a challenge. People are moving all over the place trying to find some sanity. (laughs) I think that's one of the reasons 
that peop- so many people are moving right now is because they're just looking for a place where there's people around them who are like-minded. Yeah. And with realestateagentsitrust.com, you're going to find uh, the people who know whether your house should be repainted. These are the guys to talk to, or girls, or men, or women, or, you know, the... Point of personal it, privilege. Yeah, okay, go yes. ahead. Mm-hmm. Please yeah. do don't, not don't use, use gendered language, language to, <laughs> to address everyone. Okay. Okay. okay, that's a really good point. Thank, Thank you. you. Got the number uh, for if you should replace your... Uh, stairs in the backyard, if you should replace your countertops, repaint, all of that stuff. These are the people who know. Mm. Real estate agents I trust. It's Glenn's company, and when you have the kind of agents who work with us, uh, working for you, you can rest assured that you're going to be in the hands of a capable team of people who will see your selling process all the way through, from the day you interview them till the minute you sign on the dotted line. Same goes for buying a home. When you choose your agent through Real Estate Agents I Trust, you've just partnered yourself with a competitive winning machine, a team of people who are going to see it through to the end for you. Real Estate Agents I Trust, the name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. It is. Yeah. I just saw a headline, CNN's doing yet another Princess Diana event. Nice. Because there just haven't been quite enough yet. We just, <laughs> we need another one. Do we? Yeah, it's time. It's time. I love the Royals, man. You guys can't get enough of them. What? what is wrong with I, know, I, know you, I know you don't like them, but I can't no. get enough of them, man. I just don't like hearing about them. I don't have, have you watched, personally. Have guess. you watched The Prince, the on, Prince. on HBO Max yet from, by no. Gary Gennetti? It is Hilarious. I mean, well, for, I say if you watch it, it's kind of a big guy show. It's a big you. guy show? Yeah, it's a big guy <laughs> show. Does it mean only fat people can watch it? Oh. Is that what no, it it's is? A, it's a big guy like show. People who are I'm saying. overweight. Oh, uh-huh, that works. Or, or that works. a big, big person like like you. So he's talking so about. So you got to have some girth to watch this this show. Big guy show. Is what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. All if right. that's what you heard, yes, that's what I'm saying. It's a big guy show. It's a big guy show. You got to be super fat to watch it. I think it's a really, so. really, really big guy <laughs> show. You should just you should go ahead and watch. How long has it uh, been on? For quite a while now. It's on HBO Max. So it's, it's really hmm. funny. All right. Hmm. It's called The Prince. The Prince. With Gary. Jones. So it's obviously rated R. I, or TVMA or whatever. I, I don't remember. Yeah. I'll have to find out. All I right. Know. I don't ever pay attention to any of that. Uh, we got Joe Bastardi coming up in a few minutes, which is awesome. uh, appropriate. <clears throat> Al Gore was just talking uh, out his rectal cavity again this week. <laughs> he was? Yeah. Is there video evidence? Yeah. There, There is. All he's, right. He talks right out of his rectal cavity. It's kind of weird. But he's accusing fossil fuel companies of Wait, deceptions. Have, that's not the video we have, I hope. I, I, I don't know. Let's oh, no. see. Let's Why see if not? it's the that's, one. That is the video. Oh, no. Fossil fuel companies still to <laughs> yeah. this day there it is. There it financing is. absolutely false information, <laughs> false information to try to deceive people <laughs> deceive. into thinking that the climate crisis is not real or right. not that that's bad not. or that they have that they have solutions uh, in their purview. Yeah. The CEO of one of the giant Oil company what Chevron is. said the other day Chevron. that they're going for renewable natural gas. <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, there is no such thing. <laughs> There's no such uh, thing. And it's, it's yet another in a long line good. of deceptions 
that what? are, are uh, from designed you. to mm-hmm. fool yeah. the American people. And he would know about that. that this is he would not something they need that. to be concerned about. But they are concerned about it. And in not the last really. three months alone, no. one out of every three Americans has experienced one of these climate-related extreme weather disasters. Pause you it. See behind Which is no me. different is- than any other time in human history, by the way. One out of three have experienced some kind of climate disaster. What? Drought, floods, <laughs> uh, hurricanes, mm-hmm. tornadoes, fires, cold, uh, fires, ice cold, whatever. I, I mean, that happens every year what's the scientific term for that pat um say it's like, weather like weather <laughs> weather happens word. yeah that's yeah i think word. it's weather i think that's what it is all right let him uh-huh. continue to yeah in front of his cult leader background what is so weird this you see behind me this oh, is a, uh, a picture yeah. from mm-hmm. uh, one of the space shuttle missions that shows how thin uh the atmosphere is the troposphere the part where the greenhouse yeah, always looked like gases that, uh, are collected uh, we're putting 162 million tons into that every day mm. as if this is an open sewer and the accumulated amount <laughs> oh now traps as much extra heat every day every as day 600,000 hiroshima class atomic bombs what? exploding what? every 24 hours oh my god and most of that heat's going into the ocean and most of that heat going into the ocean. is going straight into the ocean. And you know why that is? It's because that's how the planet works. Open sewer. Right. Because as CBS reminded us <laughs> years you. ago, oh my gosh, carbon emissions clips. also trap heat. Today's report shows oceans have absorbed 90% of that heat, oh. raising ocean temperatures by half a degree. Had <laughs> okay. all that heat gone into the atmosphere, uh-huh. air temperatures could have risen by more than 200 degrees. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So if the Earth didn't work the way it does, yeah, right. Uh, we don't burn up. Right. Yeah. By the we way, don't burn up. that's renewable, a fact. By the way, that's a fact. Renewable natural gas that Al Gore says doesn't exist. I'm reading about it right now on Joe Biden's uh, EPA page, the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA gov all about renewable it doesn't gas. happen there's no yeah. such no, thing said it. no it's like there's no such I mean, thing look at Keith. This. it says renewable, renewable natural, natural it's, it's epa.gov i actually believe there's no fossil fuels that's what i believe right i know i've mentioned I've, that and before. i believe i believe you're it's correct a good one. it's a, a good reoccurring theory. goo I in like the it. earth yes. we 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 just can't run out of it right we've tried <laughs> they've and tried to tell we've us said we've said that yeah they we've said that we was we're going over and over and over whenever, and whenever one place tends to go a little low, yeah, uh, another place becomes hmm. omnipresent. Oh my God! Look at all the oil we have. Exactly right. And yet we continue to get the hysterics from Al Gore. Hey, I went down to Miami and saw <laughs> yeah. fish from the ocean swimming in the swimming streets in the on a sunny street. day. On a the same thing day. was true in Honolulu just yeah. two days ago, just from That's high right. tides because of the because sea level rise now. Level rise. We are going to suffer some of these consequences, but we can limit and avoid well, the most catastrophic consequences exactly. if we accelerate the pace of change that's now beginning. Right. In fact, I, I'm inspired to think about it. It's a classic. Just for a moment. <clears throat> because uh, here's the thing. Someone told me long ago, our SUVs have got to go. I know. <laughs> Climate change is killing us. Now... Greenland's melting, as I've said, 
Mm. Pretty soon we'll all be dead. It's true. And there is consensus. I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? Where? I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? (laughs) Swim down your streets on a sunny day. Frightening is what it is. As I've said right here before, the sun is cold, CO2 is hot. I know. It drives up our temperatures. <laughs> A carbon tax is what we need. ExxonMobil just needs to bleed. Are you? A climate denier, I wonder. <laughs> Again, here's the thing. I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? Swim down your street on a sunny day. <laughs> and so on. And so on? And so, and so on. on. <laughs> And so on and so forth. It's time to tell you about Omega XL. <laughs> if you're in pain and you want to get out of it, and maybe you've tried, you know, everything you can possibly think of to do it, please give this a shot. Omega XL. I was skeptical too at first, but then I finally gave in and I finally tried it and it started to build up on my system. And after about a week, the pain started to subside. After two weeks, it was gone and has not returned. Omega XL. It's got an off switch to uh, inflammation. It's the omega fatty acids, and they get it from the waters around New Zealand. Uh, so this stuff is is great. It's backed by 35 years of clinical research. They know what they're doing. To get you started, when you go to omegaxl.com slash pat and order your first bottle, we'll throw in a second one for free. That's buy one, get one free at OmegaXL.com slash Pat, or just call them at 800-844-4888. Pat Gray. Uh, So here we are, October 6th already. Time to start looking towards what uh, things are going to be like. What should we plan on for, uh, you know, autumn and winter weather? I mean, last year, last year they said, oh, this is going to be a really cold winter. And everybody's like, okay, yeah, it's Texas. That's not going to happen. And then we got those. How long was it? A week? Ten days? It's too long. It was a long time of just frigid, ridiculous temperatures that we just don't see around here. But it got below zero. In certain places yeah. at certain times. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to talk to Joel Bastardi about uh, what he foresees uh, coming up this year and uh, talk to him maybe about the climate change madness as well. Meteorologist Joe Bastardi, uh, you know him from theweatherbell.com and he's the author of the book, The Weaponization of Weather in the Phony Climate War. Uh, Joe, welcome to The Blaze. Hi. Well, it's great to be here and uh, great to talk to you about this matter. Uh, I wanted to get out in front 
on uh, what is going on behind the scenes here, not only with the threat of a lot of cold, especially in the heartland this year, the northern plains into the Great Lakes. And you say, well, it's always cold there. Well, actually, it's not always cold there. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, what's going on behind the scenes uh, with uh, Biden energy policies is that it is limiting our ability to respond to these things. In what way? How are they doing that? Well, what happens is it's getting tougher and tougher to produce (laughs) fossil fuel-based energy products. Oh, yeah. And uh, and with coal, especially. And coal is still, uh, and should be, a very vital link in our nation's economic and energy lifeline. And uh, what's happening is a lot of these coal companies are really being put under pressure to try to ride this uh, administration out and uh, hopefully that someday it goes back the other way for them. They're hardworking people. Uh, the coal we clean is very, or the coal we burn is very clean uh, if you're worried about CO2. And um, so what's happening is there is I'm not, not it's not, well, neither am I, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the, guys, that's not the problem. The problem is you have an American public, a large enough segment of the American yeah. public that doesn't believe that. So, you know, right. you've got to be able to uh, you try to counter that kind of thing. That's why it's a phony climate war. The The real agenda is to destroy the nation's uh, economic base. And, of course, it leads to, I mean, you, you discuss it all the time. I hear you guys talking about it all the time. This mm-hmm. is straight out Cloward Piven. If you create a dependency on the government, whether it's with energy or with, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, any other thing, guess what's going to happen? Anyway, what happens is that, you saw it in Texas last year. Yeah, sure twenty to twenty-five percent of your grid is uh, based on renewables, and I don't have anything against renewables. As a matter of fact, it's the first derivative profit center for me. Mm. By that I mean an energy company, and all our energy companies have already gotten our winter forecast. All right, uh, they uh, they need a long-range forecast, but wind and solar need it every single day. Yeah. An oil company doesn't need it every single day. Mm-hmm. So here's what happens. When you put 20% of your grid on renewables, what's going to happen if that 20% grows, goes down and you have, let's say, the, the demand spike to twice normal? Well, you saw what happened. And the craziest well, thing is, 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 the craziest thing is, the circular firing squad, because the natural gas compressors in Texas use electricity to push the natural gas <laughs> to the generating station. So mm-hmm. what happens is if there's no electricity, they can't do their job. And then AOC steps in and blames fossil fuel. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, this- and on top of which, the renewable energies, uh, while we have 20 percent or 25 percent of that is uh, expected to be part of our grid, but it never produces that much. So it well, always happens, underproduces what they claim it's going to produce. But it's a good supplement. It's a good yeah. thing to have. And it's a good thing to, uh, let's say if you it's can... It's a backup system. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a, well, not, not even that. It's if you can save usage on other days, whether days that you can actually mm-hmm. use, use it. Mm-hmm. It's why I think it's so attractive on uh, businesses and and houses, if you can if you can save thirty percent electricity costs on your house and use thirty percent less electricity, someone else gets to use that. But okay, let let me let me say what what I'm concerned about, and I want to get out in front myself. Or Chris Horner uh, over at the American Competitive Institute, I believe, is also talking about this. Is 
if you get a 10 to 15 day stretch of extreme cold, which we're probably going to get, we do almost every winter, and this winter we may get it even worse in, let's say, Chicago or Minneapolis or, or, or this, this area of the Midwest, you will then create the situation for blackouts. And cold kills more than heat does. Yeah. And we saw that last year mm. in Texas, for instance. Mm-hmm. You can adapt to the increase in warming. So you will get blackouts. I'm, we're calling these potential Biden blackouts. In the meantime, <laughs> the left will then turn around and say, see, there's not enough fossil fuel to do this. It's fossil fuels fault. And this is what they do all the time. It's a hideous practice. And it, it's a, it, it, mm-hmm. I think it's deceitful. And well, yeah. what happens is the uh, part of it's our fault because there are not a lot of watchtower people out there. If you ever read it, I believe it's uh, Ezekiel in the watchtower. There's not a lot of people screaming about it like you guys are. What is happening is in the mainstream media, I, I can't even believe it. I'm 66. I can't believe I, uh, the media I see today. They just simply buy the story and no one looks underneath the first line, like, oh, this is the worst ever. In my book, what I simply do is refute every one of their claims with five, six, or seven examples of how the weather was, there was worse drought, worse this, worse that, worse hurricanes. My goodness, if we were getting hit by hurricanes the way we were in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s, people would think the apocalypse is coming. But yeah. if you don't know that, then when an Ida shows up and, or a Harvey shows up, People go out of their mind, and this is what and this is what they're doing. And I appreciate you giving me the chance to get out in front on this issue because it's winter time. It's supposed to it's supposed to get cold. God forbid we ever have a winter like we did in the late seventies or even two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen. Do you know New England because of what they did with natural gas and nuclear power was no more than a day or two away from being blacked out in the 2014-15 winter in February that year. Mm. So and it's, it's worse now because at least we had four years of Trump policy. So just a heads up, I think, I think in Texas there's a lot of variability this winter. I think it could average out actually warmer than normal, but the problem is, the problem is you get these 10 to 15 day stretches. Like last year, we were way out from my company. I have a huge, uh, huge company in Houston, Orion Holdings. And we forecast from Alaska to the Caribbean with them. And Texas is a prime place. They're based in Houston, like I said. Mm-hmm. And what we did with them is we got out in front of it a week away. So those guys were all ready on Wednesday before. And I was trying to get it out. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you know, saying this hindsight. I mean, they, even, even some people admitted, yeah, they would, he was telling us about this on Monday and Tuesday. But we were so obsessed with the impeachment that was going on. Of a, of a president who wasn't, you know, wasn't even coming back to office, mm-hmm. that no one would listen to what was the equivalent of a Category 5 weather event for Texas. That was the biggest freeze since 1899. And I'm going to tell you something. If you go back and look at the maps of 1899, and this is why my company jumped on it so much, because that's what I'm all about, history. And the weather is no different than other historical perspectives. They, history tends to repeat itself with different variables around, I go, my goodness, this looks like the maps of 1899. Now, your problem today in forecasting is the average forecaster is not fascinated with the past, simply believes today, and I'm not going to say the average forecaster, but a lot of the forecasters, because of the climate change agenda, simply believe that 
oh, well, this is the worst ever. I shouldn't go back and look at what happened. Well, if you mm-hmm. look at 1899, you could see it coming as plain as the nose of my Italian face, which is pretty, pretty plain if you've ever seen a picture of me. So uh, <laughs> th- that's basically what we got going on here, guys. What do you say to I – mean, we just played a clip uh, from Al Gore this week where he's talking about all of the, uh, you know, the greenhouse gases that wind up in the troposphere and that one-third of Americans – uh, have experienced some sort of climate Cataclysmic change. Cataclysmic climate oh event. God. Yeah. What do, you, how, what do you say to that kind of stuff? You can't. You, it's like what, what, you, it's like arguing with a tree. <laughs> yeah, look, 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 no, I'm dead serious. I'm yeah. an old environmentalist. This is, a, this is the biggest joke in the world. Okay. What do you think is going to happen in California if there are four times the amount of people living there now than there were in the 1930s, where, by the way, wildfires were 10 times greater than what they are now? You don't even know that. Do you know that this year's wow. wildfire season is actually slightly below normal? <laughs> people who think they can build wow. Miami Beach on a man-made sandbar. Right. And, uh, you know, right. One of the, I mean, you can't talk to them. And, and they're so is so now there's some guys on the other side that are very smart i read their writings i understand exactly where they're coming from mm-hmm. and why they're concerned about this but it's a matter of attribution there are so many variables when god created the majesty of the atmosphere okay in fact it's so it's interesting to me is it's a spiritual lesson to me because that's the way i am okay mm-hmm. they haven't declared the glory of god the problem is you get guys now that think they are so smart they, they go around to Paul and Corinthians and said, those who know what they know don't yet know what they ought to know. They think they know exactly what tomorrow is going to be. And you get this guy, when he lost the presidency in 2000, he made it his mission that this was going to be his mission. I'm like, if I can't save America, I'll save the world. Yep. And that's what that, and that, and listen, you guys know H.L. Mencken, and I quote him in my book all the time, the urge to save humanity is almost always a false front for the urge to rule it. And that's exactly what you're seeing today. That's this great. is no different than any other issue. In fact, it's linked. It's, it's linked. I wrote, there's, there are two <laughs> chapters in my book on COVID and climate. And I wrote that before the co. I wrote that it was written in March. It didn't come out until September because you know it is, you know, books. It takes forever for them to come out. But in March, you could see what they were going to do with, with this kind of situation. So what do you do? You simply ask. Okay, you're in charge. What's the perfect temperature of the planet? Can you explain to me why it's warming <laughs> up more where it's cold and dry than where people live? Do you know where people live where, between 60 to the Arctic Circle and the Antarctic Circle? The increase in temperature is less than two-tenths of a degree over the last 50 years. What they, uh, you they, never hear that information. No, you do oh, not. my gosh. You never hear that. Um, we're talking yeah. about meteorologist uh, Joe Bastardi from weatherbell.com. And where can, get, where can they get your book, Joe? Well, it's on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and, okay. you know, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes you write seconds. I write a lot of blogs. It gets better every time I actually read it, folks. You'll find out that... <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Pack Ray Unleashed.